0: This is WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light. Good evening, this is Brian Stith, Carmel Catholic High School. We've got a great episode of Spotlight on WSFI here for you tonight. Talking to you from Carmel Catholic High School, I have a couple of guests who you'll meet very shortly. Again, I'm Brian Stith. I am the proud Director of Admissions at Carmel Catholic High School. In my 10th year, Carmel has played a major role in my life as I'm an alum my mother's taught there for a long while recently retired my sister and my brother-in-law teach there it's a great place to be it's a thriving community and i can't wait to tell you more about it and i'd like to now introduce my associate director of admissions who's been at carmel in that role for a couple of years at this point in time but but she's got a long history with carmel as well so i'd like to introduce mrs debbie apple
1: thanks brian my name is Debbie Eppel and I'm the Associate Director of Admissions and I spent the previous eight years at St. Joe's School in Libertyville and St. Mary's School in Buffalo Grove. Besides working in the Catholic school system, my three sons also graduated from Carmel in 2010, 12 and 16.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. So you've been at Carmel for some time. You've got uh, several different perspectives that you bring to the table. And a a student who you'll meet in the very near future on the show is uh, Mr. John Ivan. You'll hear from him. He'll give you a little bit of perspective. But first I wanted to mention that the Carmel Catholic community is going to open its doors to all of Lake County, McHenry County, Cook County, Kenosha County, the four areas where we draw students from on November 5th. Sunday, November 5th, we will be hosting our open house. And if you think that this is an event just for prospective students, it's not. It's for anyone and everyone who wants to learn more about Carmel Catholic. We're a vibrant community in Lake County, and grandparents, aunts and uncles, alums, prospective families, whether you're students in preschool, whether you're students in fifth grade, whether you're students in junior high, whether or not you have a high school student you want to consider Catholic education, this is something that you want to be at. This program is going to take place Sunday, November 5th. From noon to 3 p.m., tours will begin right inside of our auditorium. A couple years back, our president, Dr. Bonham, approached me about the open house experience. And I don't know if you've ever been to an open house before, but a lot of times you walk in and you're given a tour and you go on this path and, you know, you, you go on this tour and... There's a lot of speaking to you and some engagement, and we didn't want to have that be the case anymore, Carmel. We wanted to really overhaul the program, turn it into an experience. It's not just a tour. It's a full-on experience where you get to – Feel, understand, and learn more about the Carmel community firsthand. How do we do that Well we engage with our faculty? We have student-guided tours. We have lunch. We have giveaways. We have athletic activities. We have interactive academic exhibits. Not only could you meet the robotics team, but you'll see the robots in action. You'll have a chance to have conversations with our faculty, staff, administration, meet our coaches and club moderators. It's an unbelievable experience for families. If you don't know anything about Carmel, Come on in, learn about us. If you think you know a lot about Carmel, learn something new. And, Debbie, I mean, what, what do you believe is the, the greatest value of coming to the open house for a family that might be interested in learning?
1: Geez, Brian, I mean, Open House is a great opportunity to uh, to learn more about the culture at Carmel Catholic High School. Our school is so much more than our beautiful campus. It's really about all of our talented students and our dedicated faculty. With our student-led tours, you can really hear the guide's personal story of why they chose Carmel and why it's such a special place to them. You may also be surprised to hear that some of our students make significant sacrifices and travel long distance to attend Carmel for a faith-filled education. Other students may share how our faculty and staff go way beyond the classroom to make meaningful connections to help each student succeed. For many of our staff, this is more than a career forum, it's actually a vocation to help our students strive both academically and spiritually. Personally, I feel like Open House helped tremendously with my son's transition from grade school to high school. After we attended the Carmel Open House, we started talking about all the opportunities for them to get engaged in school. They started to plot out a personal plan for themselves because they only not felt more comfortable after meeting the students and the teachers. They were also excited about all the leadership and outside the classroom opportunities Carmel had to offer. There are literally hundreds of ways to get involved at Carmel. Today, we have John with us as a student. And John, can you uh, introduce yourself and speak about what activities you're involved at at Carmel Catholic?
2: Yep. So I'm John Ivan. I am a captain of the football team and captain of the wrestling team. I'm a National Honor Society member and
1: I was a Cairo's leader here at Carmel. Excellent. Excellent.
0: John, John, you're clearly very engaged in the Carmel Catholic community and the decision to select a high school is not made lightly. Can you kind of walk me through your family's discernment process when you were considering, because Lake County is a great place to get a wonderful education. Carmel stands out among all those options. But I want to know from your perspective, what was it like when you were sitting there in 7th and 8th grade you know, and making this decision with your parents? Was it something that you decided on your own? Was it a joint decision? How did that process work for you?
2: All right, so I wasn't really one of the people that grew up around Carmel. I was really introduced to to Carmel in about 8th grade. And I went to actually one of the football games, which I thought was awesome. It was really interesting to see everybody there. But uh, I really had two choices. I was either going to go to Carmel Catholic or I was going to go to Warren. And after visiting Carmel's football game, and then I had a shadow day, actually. And I kind of saw the environment that Carmel had. It was a lot smaller of a school. So I I kind of felt more connected to everybody, like the teachers, everybody in the school. My favorite thing was I did the shadow day, and the teachers kept the class interesting. It wasn't just like droning on and on, they found a way to like introduce new things in a way that I thought could be like fun and interesting, a good way for me to learn. And overall, it was just all the people at Carmel really that got me to go there. Everyone, everybody I met was respectful, kind, everybody wanted to welcome me there. Everybody wanted to kind of get me to go to Carmel because they knew it would be a good place for me.
0: John, I I had a quick question for you. Were you out of your grade school? What grade school did you go to? I went to to Woodland Middle School. Woodland Middle School. Did you come over? Did you know a ton of students entering Carmel, or did you kind of make this decision on your own?
2: I think about 10 people from my eighth grade class ended up going to Carmel. Did you have a lot of friends that carried on over to Warren? Yeah, almost all my friends went to Warren.
0: Are they still your friends to this (laughs) day? Yes, they
2: are. A common
0: misconception, one of the greatest fears an eighth grader has or a family has is that they're going to lose their social network, and it sounds like you've... You've maintained it, which is great, which is really great. John, being at Carmel Catholic, a faith-filled high school, in what way has your faith grown through your last four years, from freshman to senior year? Because you were at Woodland, which is not a, it's not a Catholic school. This is a totally new experience. So how has that grown and flourished for you?
2: So yeah, before Carmel, I, uh, we were like kind of the family that went to mass twice a year, Easter and Christmas. The most cat, we weren't the most Catholic of families, most faith-filled. But you get to Carmel, and everything starts with prayer. It's something very important. Mr. Fitz always goes over. It is Everything starts with prayer. It's very important in Carmel. And so something I really got the sense of was how important Mass was. I never really understood that, I guess, before that. And through all the school Masses, I you kind of feel like way more energy there because you have everybody there. Everyone's connected all in one spot. And uh, I just there's so much more energy with, like, Catholicism than there ever was in my life before that and so it made me a lot more interested at Carmel because I felt part of it rather than just kind of like a bystander sitting there and I mean yeah that's it
1: (laughs) Uh, one of my favorite parts of our school mass is just watching everyone give the sign of peace I think that's a special time wouldn't you agree I love that part it's really
2: interesting to me just kind of seeing like everybody like you can just stop and look and you can just see in the stands and in the chairs and everything everybody kind of coming together hugs handshakes. A lot more hugs than handshakes.
0: <laughs> it's it's a beautiful thing. It takes us about five minutes to corral everybody back to their seats. And that's one of the things I, you know, So so I've worked in different environments, and I find that at Carmel Catholic, it's, the having the faith at the center of everything that you do with with mass, with liturgical prayer offered daily, Christian service that our students engage in religion classes, starting everything like with a prayer, like you had mentioned, yeah. what Mr. Fitz had kind of taught you, that all helps build community. I mean, you didn't come to Carmel because you live in a certain area. Your family made a conscious decision to send you there because we stood for something. Uh, you know, the common values and beliefs that our students and families carry, it helps build this strong and great community. Now, I know in football, yeah. you guys, uh, prayer is an important component to the, the football oh, yeah. rituals and, and routines. Can you kind of tell me like how that has affected you?
2: All right. So before every game, we actually have a mass, or we generally have a mass, which uh, is really cool because it really makes you feel together with the team more. It gets you prepared for everything that you have to do on the field. You do a prayer before the game, which not only like, so you're there. And then it's everybody. It's the opponents. It's your team. It's your students. It's your fans, and it's their fans. And so it's kind of everybody together in, like, the Catholic faith, which is really, really special. But uh, over on football, you just feel so together with everything, with especially your teammates. You can kind of feel like the love, and you can kind of feel, you can kind of feel connected in the love of everybody there.
1: John, what do you take away from all of that? That you know, what do you take away that you have learned at Carmel? One thing especially like
2: I guess soon coming up would be kind of going like and picking colleges and making sure that I can find like the correct fit for college, not only for me academically, but also for like my religious values. So uh, something I noticed, I was at school in Ohio. I can't remember which one. And there was not a church like on the premises of it. You'd have to go like slightly into town. And that was kind of like a check off like, okay, this maybe not, might not be the best fit. But then even going past college, Something that it's going to really help with is like kind of getting through the hard times, knowing that no matter what happens in your life, like you always have God there or you always have the community of the church with you. And then it's being able to recognize after those bad times, once you're in the good times, being thankful for what you have and kind of being able to understand like everything that you've been, everything that you have in life and everything that's been given to you.
0: You're listening to Brian Stith and uh, the crew from Carmel Catholic High School on Spotlight 88.5 WSFI. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with you. This is Father Mitch Pacwa from EWTN Radio in Irondale, Alabama. It is such a great way to learn more about the faith by listening to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. You can join us for information about what's going on in Catholic news, ways to understand the faith better, and ways to become evangelists yourself. So please continue to listen to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. WSFI 88.5 Immaculata, Queen and Mother of the Church, I renew my consecration to you this day and for always, so that you may use me for the coming of the kingdom of Jesus in the whole world. To this end, I offer you all my prayers, actions, and sacrifices of this day. O Mary, conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee, and all those who do not have recourse to thee, especially the enemies of Holy Church and all those recommended to you. Amen. Welcome back. You're listening to WSFI 88.5, and this is another episode of Spotlight, my name is Brian Stith from Carmel Catholic High School, and I'm here with two amazing guests: my associate director of admissions, Mrs. Debbie Apple, and uh, a student here, uh, John Ivan. And and uh, I know that Mrs. Apple, we've been talking about open house, we've been talking about the value of Catholic education in today's society, and I we've got we've got some great stories. I mean, there are so many miracles that happen every day, and and in our halls and in our classrooms, and Carmel is no exception to that. So it, it, Mrs. Apple's got some. Stories. We're all going to kind of share some stories and examples of how God works through us on a daily basis.
1: You bet, Brian. I mean, one of the benefits of Carmel Catholic is it's inviting and it's warm community. You know, uh, just a while back, I happened to have a telephone call from a mom calling from Houston. It was right after the floods. Um, She was obviously stressed and concerned. Uh, Their house was underwater, and she happened to have family back here. And they were going to go into their home, salvage what they can in garbage bags, rent a U-Haul, and come back up to the Lake County uh, area. She asked, her son was a junior, and she asked, is it too late to transfer him in since you've already started school? Could we get him in there to at least do a shadow day so we could come and, and see Carmel and experience Carmel? And I said, Absolutely. You know, normally we uh, we have a dress code at Carmel, and we all understood that, uh, you know, since he was from Houston, he wore shorts from his Catholic school uh, down in Houston. And I said, you know, he can wear whatever he wants to wear as he comes up here because our community is going to understand what he has been through. And uh, we had talked to all the teachers and faculty, and, and the students gave him such a A warm welcome. We had him sitting in class within two days, ready to go. He also was a basketball player, and I was just so impressed how the whole basketball team really came up and, you know, rallied for him, inviting him um, to practice that very first day that he uh, actually um, shadowed Carmel. And I was just so impressed how the kids just met him with an with an open heart and uh, um, open arms into our, our Carmel uh, community. And, John, I'm sure you have a ton of stories yourself, and maybe you want to share one with us.
2: All right, so when I was a sophomore, I was pulled up to varsity football, and something that really showed kind of the character of everybody there was that, the seniors and juniors, they they never really treated me differently or anything. They treated me just like I was a teammate, just like I was another student that they were they were there with. I was part of them. I wasn't just the kid that was there watching from the sidelines. I was part of the team. They they made sure that I felt welcome rather than just kind of feeling like, like an outcast. They made sure that I knew that I could be okay here. I, I knew that I could like stand with them and be strong with them.
0: That's great. That's great. I mean, I've got – so I've been there now – I'm in my 10th year. I've got some time at Carmel Catholic, and, and there are a couple things I really want to share. I mean, those are some beautiful stories, and one of the things that stands out to me most of my time here, and it's my old biology teacher, Sister Mary Satgast. She's a BVM, and I remember when I was back at Carmel, one of my first years there, we were recording for a new video, and and part of her quote was that Carmel students are charged to have an awareness an awareness of the needs of their local community, and they need to know that no matter how busy they are, no matter what they've got going on in their lives, they can make a positive impact in those around them. And it can be local, it can be regional, it could be global. And and Carmel kids do that. And Carmel faculty and staff do that. Uh, every year we have students engaging in Christian service doing the work of God in these communities. God is working through their hands, serving the, the the needs of the local community, whether it's at Feed My Starving Children or at a homeless shelter or a pads kitchen or a nursing home or a hospital. These kids or their parish. Uh, our kids volunteer at their parishes and their parish schools. It's It's a beautiful thing. It's an amazing thing. And if our kids graduate and have nothing but that awareness, I think we've still done our job as as good Catholics as a good, strong Catholic school. Another another story that comes to mind, it's not so much of a story, it's an experience and it's an ongoing experience. I have it every single year. I'm the moderator of our student ambassadors club. Uh, I ask our students to do all sorts of things, volunteering at the high school. Some of it they do towards their Christian in and, and credit towards their Christian service. Some of them they just do it out of the goodness of their hearts. We only require twenty five hours a year but it's not uncommon for a Carmel kid to go well above that, 50, 75, 100. And there are certain periods where you know, our students, they're, they're in the thick of things. They're busy. They're at school. They're, they're into the, the, the daily routine. There are other parts of the year where they're checked out. For instance, summer. Summers a really difficult time. People are vacationing. People have their plans. They have summer camps every year. We welcome our freshman class at a program that we put on called The Freshman Experience. We partner with a group out of LaSalle Manor in Plano, Illinois, and we put on a retreat. And I have to be honest with you, it never ceases to amaze me how willing our students to give of their time, energy, and effort when it comes to welcoming the freshman class. It's almost as though they all take it as though their own personal responsibility to pay it forward. It's a retreat where we welcome all the freshmen in. And I'm telling you, our ambassadors are jumping over one another to volunteer to be these peer leaders, to welcome them to Carmel Catholic, to be the ones to greet them first thing in the morning, to be the ones to lead the conversations during group discussions, to be the ones to end the day with a meditation in the chapel led by one of the retreat leaders from LaSalle Manor. They all want to do it. They love it. They feel as though they're responsible for it because the leaders before them, the leaders that gave them that experience as freshmen, Did such a phenomenal job. These kids just want to pay back. It's it's an amazing thing. Um, that's carmel. That's carmel. Our kids accept goodwill, but they give it time give it back ten, tenfold easily. And that's what continues to make Carmel the amazing, vibrant community that it is.
1: Brian, speaking of our kids volunteering, how many students do we have volunteer for open house? And this is keep in mind, folks, this is on a Sunday.
0: We, had, we last year last year we had over 700 kids show up to school on a Sunday because again they're proud of where they are they're proud of what Carmel is they're proud to represent Carmel to the local community and they want to tell people they want to tell people about the amazing opportunity they have in front of them to attend uh, a Catholic school that has academic credentials that are really unmatched with four four blue ribbons it's just unbelievable so um yeah, we had 700 students. And, uh, John, I know that you kind of want to add
2: something here to the conversation. <laughs> yeah, just this past weekend we had the freshman retreat here at Carmel. There were 81 seniors, I think, volunteered to stay overnight and kind of help the freshmen feel more welcomed at Carmel overall. It was a fun experience. It's it's
0: it's a beautiful thing. Every again, going back to something that Mister Fitzgibbon says. I mean, we put on retreats, and they're peer led retreats. John, yep. you've been at retreats. You've been all four four years. Have you done Kairos yet? Yep, I was a leader for it. You were a leader for Kairos. <laughs> so we believe at Carmel Catholic High School, every student is a natural born leader, and we work tirelessly to find them different opportunities to cultivate their leadership talents and abilities, whether or not it's leading a class retreat like that. But we put on retreats for the eighth graders at local Catholic grade schools. We offer religious education retreats and we use kids from those schools, kids from those parishes to, to lead them. And so, John, I'd, I'd imagine that through all you're involved in, you've been put in leadership positions
2: definitely, probably quite frequently
0: <laughs> and uh, have grown and, and thrived. You know, I don't know if there's any leadership in Position in particular that that you've um, feel like has benefited you most at your time at Carmel. What do you think you've done in a uh, leadership role that's really benefited you?
2: The thing that's kind of benefited me the most was definitely I felt a Kairos leader because I felt it just was very special. But uh, honestly, just kind of you kind of put out there a lot. You kind of put out like the teachers leave a lot like up to you, so you get to lead it yourself and like class projects. So you get to kind of be the leader of your own group or you get to decide what you want to do. So a lot of teachers will kind of they won't fully explain the project so that you can figure out in your own way so you can kind of become like a like a leader of yourself almost
0: and Good that's point. a beautiful life skill. That's going to teach you, no matter where you're at, whether you're in college, whether in your professional career, whether in your family and private life, you know, uh, it, it's going to tell you what you're made of. It's going to teach you how to be a leader in all of those, and leading the right way. It's not just being a leader, but it's leading, and as you're leading, knowing who you are, what you stand for, what you believe on, resting on that solid rock that your Catholic education is providing you, um, that's going to be invaluable as, as you continue to grow and, and mature.
1: John, when you look back at your almost four years with Carmel, yeah. when you leave the halls of Carmel, what do you think your uh, best memory of Carmel is going to be? My best memory, uh,
2: it's kind of a weird one, but definitely my first day of wrestling, which might sound a bit weird. So one of the, one of the things coming to Carmel is that I didn't want to wrestle at Warren, because I was told that I'd probably be forced to wrestle there. And uh, I, I met Coach Kikendahl, he's my homeroom teacher, and every day for the first for or for the first like months of the year I was told hey you should wrestle and it was it was really special for me because it was it was me trying to find something new for myself it was kind of me being it was me trying to do something for myself trying to figure out like me like in the karma way I guess kind of like push to be my own me and uh it was my favorite day just because I can look back on it and say I never thought in a million years I'd try this. And it's one of the happiest
1: things, one of the greatest things I've ever tried in my entire life. Great. Mr. Kuykendall is a special teacher over at Carmel Catholic High School. Can you speak to the fact of how other teachers have impacted impacted your life at Carmel?
2: Um, So a lot of teachers are there for you a lot. Um, I know for sure I've gone to a lot of my teachers for advice, actually. So I threw for uh, track in Carmel my first two years. And so going into my third year, junior, I knew I had the ACT and everything going on. And so I actually went to a few of my teacher and just kind of like talked through it with them to ask kind of their advice for everything that I'd be able to do. And so it was really nice to be able to, be able to trust my teachers that much, to be able to sit down and make a major kind of like life decision just by talking through it with all of them.
0: And they're not, I mean, to your point, John, they're not just your teachers. These are people you can go to. You know, Mr. Kaikendal, not just a coach, right?
2: No, he's much more than a coach.
0: He looks after you. He checks in with you. He knows who you are. And this is one of the benefits of Carmel Catholic High School. Going back to you're not just you're not just a number. You're you're John Ivan. You're a person. You're a valued member of the community. And I would like to say that that's what all students feel and think at Carmel Catholic. Um, so it's it's a great blessing to have that faculty dedicated faculty like that faculty who it's not just a job. It's, it's a vocation of theirs to educate you guys. It's John and and Debbie, uh, thank you so much for sharing those stories and, and joining in this conversation. You know, I can't, I can't understate the value of coming to a Carmel Catholic open house. We truly open our doors. We welcome you into our family. The Carmel story is extremely compelling, and it's unfolding every day. Everyone tells me you need to tell the story, you need to communicate it. It's stuff that can't be put on paper. It's the students like John Ivan that walk our halls. It's like, it's the the Coach Keikendalls, the Mr. Fitzgibbons, the Mrs. Apples. Uh, we all are there in that community, centered on one mission in Catholic education, and uh, you can't you can't afford to miss out on this. It's. Um, It's truly going to be a great experience for you. Um, I want to thank John and Debbie for joining us today on WSFI, for giving us the opportunity to have this discussion on Spotlight. What a great show. Uh, On behalf of everyone at Carmel Catholic High School in Mundline, we hope to see you at our open house on Sunday, November 5th from noon to
1: 3.